Welcome back into Sports Call, Tiger 95.9 FM here in the SEC Media Days of the College Football Hall of Fame on Radio Row in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Brooks Childress alongside myself, J.J. Jackson, and excited to chat with the voice of the Auburn Tigers, Andy Burcham, here today on the program. Greetings, Andy. Warrigal, gentlemen. Good to be with you today. It's so good to see you, yeah. as always. Have you been to the College Football Hall of My Fame first before? My first time. First time. I've walked by it several times. Right. I've, <laughs> I've, I've spent time in the, the Omni Hotel for various events, but it's the first time I've been able to come in here and just kind of wandering a little bit right now, just checking out the various exhibits. And, and I, I'm, I'm guessing that not everything is up just because right. – of the space taken up by SEC Media Days. We're here by the Iron Bowl exhibit. I mean, they, they properly seated us wow. here for the week's festivities. Uh, it's only appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> How quickly were you able to find the Auburn helmet when you walked in? That's that's the that's the one thing I've not walked by yet. Okay. I've not walked the by helmets the, mo- are everywhere. the mosaic of, of, right. of, cave, of uh, helmets that are here. So I plan to do that. And I, I think, think you'll we'll, find think it pretty quickly. I think we'll spot it pretty quickly. Yeah. Right. It's a big day, obviously. <clears throat> Coach Harson met with the – Big group of media reporters a little bit earlier today. and uh, Interesting to hear what outsiders uh, thought of his remarks and that sort of thing. But as someone who is so close to the program and knows Coach Harson in the capacity in which you do, what did you think of, of his remarks and his composure? Well, I, I, his composure is always good, you know, one. I thought the fact that he addressed what went on in the winter right off the bat was, was smart. He, he, he met it head on. He didn't mince the words about its effect or its desired effect, perhaps, on, on the Auburn football program, himself, his family, this team. Um, I, I, I thought he addressed that well, and, and even when he was asked to talk about it again, he stayed with the fact that I've, I've already talked about this. Let's move forward. So he, he is, I've, I've never seen Brian Harson where he has lacked confidence, <laughs> ever. And we've only been around him for a couple of years now, but I, I think he's a competent man. He's a competent man in his ability. He's a competent man in his program. And he's a competent man, I think, in the Auburn program as well. And we'll just have to wait and see how it, how it goes against, once again, one of the toughest schedules in the country. From year one to year two, from year one to year two do you think Brian Harson's adjusted to SEC media days? That's a good question. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure that this is ever a, a favorite part of the, the college season for any of these coaches. It's a part of it. that They know that. I thought he, he answered questions well today. Um, it's a full day. I mean, between talking with you guys, the mass media, the rest here of Radio Row, and all of the, the TV entities. He was talking with Marty and McGee when I saw him last. Um, it's a full day. It's, it's much more than it ever was before. And wait till Oklahoma and Texas join the right. league in a couple of years, and you guys are in Dallas for <laughs> SEC football media days. Andy Burcham's here with us, the voice of the Auburn Tigers, again at SEC media days in Atlanta. Did you ever broadcast on Radio Row in your career, Andy? Yeah, sure did. Uh, Bill and I both did uh, with, with Sports Call in the, in the early days. Uh, we only did it. It was only held – in Birmingham right. when we were doing the show. So down the hallway that, that you guys were at last year, we were we were a part of that as well, yeah. And it's extended, I, I'm assuming. Well, it's, that. it's much larger now than right. it was then. I mean, then it was, it was growing in popularity. Sure. And the idea then was there was a print room, which is the big room here, although they can seat much more than just the print media now. There were various TV, local TV outlets – 
I think there was Jefferson Pilot before the SEC Network, and perhaps ESPN started to, to have a, a presence. And then there was the radio room, which was typically one of the smaller rooms that they had. And I would camp out in there and, like you guys, get the audio and bring it back, and we would use some of that audio. We didn't have as many opportunities as, as you do now of one-on-ones sure. or two-on-ones with the various coaches and players. Typically, the audio that you were able to get was in the media room itself. It's changed a lot more. It's, it's much better now to be able to sit down with a Commissioner Sankey rather than just to, to take bits and pieces of, of his general address to the SEC. Fun for us to be able to chat with Commissioner Sankey a little bit earlier today on the show and talking about the successful athletic year that the Auburn Tigers as a whole were able to experience. I know that's what we highlighted our last phone conversation with you, Andy, but it really was a great year for Auburn Athletics. It was a terrific year for Auburn Athletics. If you look at the, the final four appearances for both women's golf and gymnastics and the first ever for gymnastics, an SEC championship for equestrian. You look at what the tennis teams did, and the women hosted uh, and won a regional, and I think the men will be doing that soon at Auburn. Both of the men's and women's golf teams advanced to the nationals again, uh, an SEC championship for equestrian. You look at, at an improving swimming and diving program under Ryan Wakamurka, another NCAA tournament bid for the Auburn soccer team. It's an improved Auburn volleyball team. You could say the same for women's basketball and a top 15 class, and then a, a 6'5 center on top of that class yeah. coming in for Coach Jay. And then, obviously, what men's basketball did with an SEC regular season championship and the number one ranking for a month, and then Auburn's trip to the College World Series. That's a heck of a year. It's tempered somewhat with the end of the football season, unfortunately. But you look at what happened elsewhere. Um, good seasons for track and field. Brand new head coach and Leroy Burrell. Hope you guys get a chance to talk to him at some point. I mean, at one point, and there are so few of these people that can actually say this, he was the fastest man in the world. <laughs> the fastest man on the planet was Leroy Burrell, who was Auburn's track and field head coach. It's got to be a cool feeling. Well, I don't know what it's like to you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask him about it, though, yeah. when I get a chance to talk to him. So I, th I think in many regards, and softball with another NCAA tournament bid. I hope I'm not leaving anyone out. If I am, I apologize. I think all in all, when you look at the whole picture, it's been a really good year for Auburn Athletics. And now we're starting a new one. Yeah. And that's what SEC Media Days always marks as the start of a new season. And uh, Coach Harson fielding a number of questions about his team, his roster, going into this upcoming season. When you look at the Auburn football roster in 2022, <clears throat> what stands out? Two parts, two pieces that are unproven. I'm not saying there's not talent there, but I think it's unproven. The linebacker spot opposite Owen Papo, okay? Who fills the role of Zacoby McLean for the, for the Auburn Tigers? And I said this a year ago, and I'll say it again this year. I think there is talent there, but we have to see someone emerge at the wide receiver spot. I think Auburn is good up front, offensively and defensively. Um, Auburn is very good at the tailback spot with Tank Bigsby and Jarquez. Who will emerge as the quarterback for Auburn? Is it a T.J. Finley? Is it Zach Calzada? Is it Robbie Ashford in, in some role? Is it Holden Gurner yeah. in some role? At the quarterback spot. And I think Auburn will be better than most think 
in the secondary, despite the fact that a guy like Roger McCreary, who we've seen around on media days, that is getting ready for his first season in the NFL. Uh, I, I think this is a secondary that's going to be a lot better than folks think. And if Anders Carlson is back full strength, I love Auburn's kicking game. No doubt. Love Auburn's kicking game. When you go to SEC media days, typically coaches bring the players that are going to be upperclassmen leaders on their football team that year. What are your thoughts on the contingency that Brian Harson's brought here I, this year? I think that's very much the case with Tank Bigsby and Derek Hall and John Samuel Schenker. And one of the, the common denominators about all of these guys is all that happened in the fall, all that happened in the winter, the end of the last season, and some folks decided they were going to play their football elsewhere. Those guys had an opportunity. Those guys could be playing for another team, and they chose to stay. They chose to stay and play with their ball club, with this university, and with this coaching staff and this head coach. I think that says a great deal about this trio and others on this Auburn football team. What can you say about the coaching staff, Andy? Obviously, Coach Harson is, is the main guy that's getting all the headlines. A couple of new faces there, guys in elevated roles and positions. When you look at the coaching staff, what stands out? Well, you, you've got two new coordinators, but not new guys to the staff. And Jeff Schmetting um, on, on the defensive side, Eric Keesaw on the offensive side. Uh, Rock Ballantoni is a guy. Yeah, I know. I'm getting the, I'm getting the, the, the stink eye here from Brad Law. Uh, Rock Ballantoni is a guy that, that I'm, I'm, I'm really interesting to get to know that, that will help Auburn on the defensive side. Uh, Christian Robinson uh, with the linebackers. Jimmy Brumbaugh is back uh, uh, coaching for his alma mater. I've got to think that this is a, the opportunity he's been waiting for. And then Ike Hilliard is a guy that you continue to hear about. And, yeah. and listen, he was the one guy on this coaching staff that had no recruiting experience at all <laughs> because his entire career – playing, or after college, playing and coaching had been in the NFL. And I remember we, we did, we did a, a, a video feature with, with Ike for AuburnTigers.com and also for the Talking Tigers podcast. And I asked him about it. I said, you, you don't have recruiting experience. Talk about that challenge. Man, he was, he was right on it. And from everything we gather, he has, he has met it head on and is doing a fantastic job. And he has a tough job with, with this group of wide receivers, molding this group of wide receivers. But they can look at a guy that, look, he's a guy that was an outstanding player at Florida, long playing career in the NFL, and a coaching career in the NFL as well. Andy Birch from the Voice of the Auburn Tigers is here with us on Radio Row. Andy, it's great to see you as always. My pleasure, guys. War Eagle. It's Andy Burcham here on Sports Call.